Chocolate is a keto powerhouse superfood. Not because it's rich in antioxidants and flavonoids, not because it's high in fat, but because it has properties that can stimulate you to get into ketosis faster via fat adaptation. Look, forget all the hoity-toity typical health stuff that's out there surrounding antioxidants and flavonoids. That's all great. Trust me, chocolate is beneficial because of that. But I want to focus on fat and I want to focus on cellular function and why chocolate is so powerful at getting you deeper into ketosis and also why it's so great when it comes down to helping deliver more nutrients. So we're going to go to town on this and then I'm going to tell you a specific time to utilize chocolate that might help you out with processing a few extra carbs now and then. Okay, so the first thing I want to touch on is the fatty acid profile. It does have a tremendous fatty acid profile. Okay, chocolate is made up of roughly 30 to 35-ish percent palmitic acid, and then roughly, again, about a third steric acid, which is another kind of saturated fat, and then about a third of it is oleic acid. Now, if you're a veteran of my channel, you know that oleic acid is the Mediterranean super fat. And that's not just some super cheesy thing. I mean, I'm a cheesy guy. It's time to get cheesy. But that's not just some super cheesy fact. Oleic acid has been shown in studies to modulate inflammation pretty powerfully, which means that it can counteract some of the potential negative effects of having the saturated fat. But even more so, what are we all doing the ketogenic diet for most of the time? Body composition, right? We want to change our bodies. Well, it turns out that oleic acid has very powerful properties of actually inducing thermogenesis via what is called UCP1, uncoupling proteins. Long story short, it helps elevate your core body temperature and makes your body incinerate more calories as heat. No brainer, I want that. Then we look at the saturated fat for a second. And yeah, you're probably thinking, saturated fat? Yeah, 60% of that chocolate is saturated fat. That's probably not the best thing. Okay, well first of all, steric acid, which is a saturated fat that's in chocolate, doesn't have any impact on your cholesterol. It just doesn't. The way that the carbon chains are set up, it gets taken up by the liver, it gets processed, and it doesn't convert over into elevated cholesterol levels like LDL. Lots of reasons why, but one of the reasons is part of that steric acid gets converted into, once again, oleic acid, the Mediterranean superfat. So we've got that working for us. Okay, then yeah, I gotta throw you a bone here. We have palmitic acid in there. Palmitic acid is a saturated fat that can contribute to elevated cholesterol levels. Dang it, throw all the chocolate away, get rid of it, never eat it again. You're only eating broccoli and coconut oil from now on. No, it doesn't work like that, all right? Because we have so many immunological suppressing properties in terms of inflammation with the chocolate, we actually can reduce that negative impact of the palmitic acid. Enough about the boring saturated fat stuff. Let's get a little bit more fun with this. Okay, nitric oxide. That's the stuff that you see in all these muscle building supplements and pump supplements because it increases blood flow, right? Well, guess what? Chocolate induces what's called nitric oxide synthase. So it produces or increases the abundance of an enzyme that is in the endothelial layer, so basically within your blood vessel, and allows you to produce more nitric oxide, which relaxes the blood vessel and gets more blood flow going. What are a couple of things that happen when we're on keto? Okay. We usually get a little bit dehydrated because we don't have as much water stored in our body because of the glycogen. So we have less blood volume. Then we also are kicked into what's called the sympathetic nervous system more. So our blood vessels kind of shrink a little bit. That means potentially less nutrient delivery, but more importantly, less fatty acid mobilization. On keto, we're trying to mobilize fats and get them used. So if the blood vessels are shrinking, we're not mobilizing as much. Chocolate with the NO2 property expands the blood vessels, allows us to potentially mobilize more fat. 
That's powerful stuff. Now quickly, I want to jump over and touch on why chocolate can help you get into ketosis faster. Well, it actually helps you get fat adapted faster. There's studies that shows that it increases the pathway called AMPK, but also increases levels of something called BGC1A. Those numbers and acronyms and all that stuff, they're not really that important. What this means is that it improves the rate at which the mitochondria goes through biogenesis. So when you are getting used to using fats for fuel, it takes time for your mitochondria to adapt to using that fat. That's your adaptation period. That's your keto flu period. That's that period in which you're getting into ketosis, but not really getting a benefit. Well, what if I told you that chocolate has the potential to allow you to utilize more fat for fuel faster by improving mitochondrial biogenesis? So eat your chocolate, especially when you're getting into ketosis and it could help you out. Now I am going to plug a product here because I'm a chocolate guy and I want to give a huge, huge shout out to a company called Jojo's Chocolate Bark because they are my go-to keto chocolate. So I want you to check them out. So there's a link down below, but they have a few different flavors that are really cool. All right, they have their Goes Hawaiian flavor, which has macadamia nuts in it, which is super awesome. There's three grams of net carbs in that sucker. And then they've got their Raspberry Dream flavor, which is great because it gives you a little bit of that raspberry sweetness, but without the carbs. Okay, four grams of net carbs in that one. So if you use the link down below, you can save 25% off of the Thomas Keto Bundle. So if you want chocolate, you want Thomas's kind of chocolate, check out that link down below, save 25% and get free shipping. I want to give a big, big thank you to Jojo's Chocolate Park for not only supporting some of this content on this channel, but for giving all my viewers awesome, awesome pricing on chocolate. So please do check them out down at the link below. An amazing story with this company as well. Now let's move over to something called adhesion. Okay, adhesion is something that people are talking about a lot in the research world as far as arterial plaque goes. Study that was published in the journal Clinical Nutrition demonstrated that chocolate has the ability to reduce what is called ICAM-1. Okay, now let's go to school for a second. What ICAM-1 is, is it's sort of a harbor that receives monocytes. It receives uh, immune cells and inflammation within the uh, arterial wall. Okay, now we know now that Arterial plaque is not necessarily the issue when it comes down to any kind of heart issues or, or atherosclerosis. It's more about inflammation that's appearing within that uh, vessel. So inflammation is caused by the immune cells coming in. Okay, so if the immune cells can't harbor there, then we don't have the plaque that forms. We don't have that swelling that forms. So it turns out that ICAM-1 is that harbor and chocolate plays a role in modulating that, which is just freaking awesome. Anyhow, that's super nerdy. Let's jump into some other stuff. Okay, so let's go into the best time to have chocolate, right? Journal of Hypertension did a really cool study. Okay, they took subjects and they had them consume 100 grams of dark chocolate or 100 grams of white chocolate for three days. Okay, now sugar that's normally going to be in chocolate has been known to damage the endothelial layer a little bit of the vessel, making it so that you're not absorbing uh, glucose as well. It can make you glucose intolerant and cause some serious issues. All right, well, it turns out in this study, the group that had dark chocolate was resistant to that negative effect, meaning they had less damage occurring. What does this mean? It means that chocolate, somehow dark chocolate makes it so that you're not getting the negative issues that come from sugar. So if you're doing any kind of carb cycling where you're going to come off of keto for a little while, dark chocolate would be phenomenal to have prior to, prior to having any kind of carb load, but it would also be beneficial to have dark chocolate periodically during times in which you're eating carbs. So another fun fact is if you're going to have a cheat meal, 
you might as well have some good quality chocolate with it because it can reduce that potential negative outcome that comes from the sugar where the cells in the endothelial layer become damaged. Long story short, chocolate is a cheat meal preventative measure. It can help you out. Okay, and the big thing I wanna focus on here that a lot of us don't always realize is when we are in ketosis, our mood changes. We have less serotonin production and you hear a lot of times that people that are doing keto get kinda of down in the dumps. Well, chocolate, of course, has the effect to boost your mood. Has an effect on serotonin, but it also has an effect when you combine theobromine with a little bit of caffeine and chocolate that can help elevate that dopamine, elevate that serotonin, and get you through the day a little bit more. So that's just a little added bonus. Anyhow, chocolate is for keto. Just make sure you're getting the right kind. Make sure you're getting one that you can eat and control yourself so you don't go totally overboard because there's still calories but it is a superfood when it comes down to keto. Don't forget to check out JoJo's Chocolate Bark and don't forget to subscribe, comment, like, and share. See you tomorrow.